welcome to Sellersburg United Methodist Church podcast, where we bring our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world to you, wherever you are. We continue our six-week study series about discipleship in the United Methodist Church today and where we've come from. We started with discipleship in the Wesleyan tradition, knowing that it is founded upon, you can see it on the banner here, grace. This whole thing is based on God's grace. We strive to be disciples, people who follow Jesus and whose life is centering on loving God and loving others. And in our expression of faith, we do that through prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. And so last week, we began the process of working through these five commitments, the path of biblical prayer, and we talked about how we remember who we are in the story of God's people, where our story has come from and where it's going. We learn from the past and trust that it is secure in God through forgiveness. We trust our future to God. It's headed somewhere where God intends and we're secure in hope. And we trust that today God has everything taken care of. We don't need to worry about what we need. And so with the past and present and future secure, we live in the freedom. We live in freedom in the truest sense of loving God and loving others to the best of our ability. And so today, the priority of presence. Presence is our second commitment. And it needs to be a priority. I want to do something a little different today than how I traditionally offer a message. What we're going to do is we're going to read through Psalm 100. But before... Before we do, I want to tell you just one little thing about the psalm, and that is that Psalm 100 is five verses. Now, when it was written, they didn't mark it into verses. It was just a call to worship, very short. And what you'll hear in this call is an explicit call to come and worship God, followed by the reason why we should come and worship, and then a specific call to give thanks and praise to God followed by the reason why we should give thanks and praise. This repetition is important. Sometimes it takes hearing something more than once to truly begin to hear it. Coming together in worship is important, but sometimes we can be in the room and not really be in the room. We can have our minds and our hearts elsewhere or about other things. And sometimes, friends, that's okay, because sometimes life has been heavy. Some of you have had rough mornings, had a rough week, or you're staring down a rough season. And you simply just need to be here, and that's the best you can do, and that's okay. But we know that on our best days and, and, and in the days that we look forward to in the future, if you're having a rough morning, that we want to be in the room together fully, ready to praise and do the things that we know the space is about. And so I'm going to read through Psalm 100 and then have some time and read it again and then have some time and then read it again. And so let us hear the scripture. Shout triumphantly to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before him with shouts of joy. Know that the Lord is God. God made us and we belong to God. We God's people, the sheep of God's own pasture. 
Enter the Lord's gates with thanks. Enter the courtyards with praise. Thank the Lord and bless the divine name. Because the Lord is good. The Lord's loyal love lasts forever. God's faithfulness lasts generation after generation. Shout triumphantly to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before God with shouts of joy. Know that the Lord is God. God made us. We belong to God. We are God's people, the sheep of God's own pasture. Enter the Lord's gates with thanks. Enter the courtyards with praise. Thank the Lord and bless the divine name. Because the Lord is God. The Lord's loyal love lasts forever. God's faithfulness lasts generation after generation. Shout triumphantly to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before God with shouts of joy. Know that the Lord is God. God made us, and we belong to God. We are God's people, the sheep of the Lord's own pasture. Enter the Lord's gates with thanks, and enter God's courtyards with praise. Thank the Lord. Bless the divine name, because the Lord is good. The Lord's loyal love lasts forever. God's faithfulness lasts generation after generation. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My wife Lauren and I, we spent a couple of weeks in France about 10 years ago. We were on a pilgrimage to Taizé, France, a small countryside community. Have you heard of Taizé, anyone? Yep, we hadn't either, so you're not alone. In Taizé lies what can be described as an ecumenical monastic fraternity. All right, three-word words. Ecumenical means it's multi-faithed. So, you could be of the Christian faith, you could be not of the Christian faith, you can come spend time at Taizé, or if you come as a Christian, you could be Roman Catholic, you could be Protestant, or the many versions of Protestant. Ecumenical means all are welcome. Monastic means it's a monastery. And so there are people that live there all the time, the brothers, a fraternity, so brothers. And these brothers are Roman Catholics, they are different Protestants, they, they are a mix themselves, but they live there. And the community itself is open, which means that anyone can go. You could go. You could call today and arrange to go to Taizé and spend some time there. Our university, Lauren and I, had arranged for about a dozen students to spend a week in the monastery, to be in community with people of all ages and branches of faith from all around the world. And there were 
a thousand, more than a thousand people there from, from everywhere. And we spent months preparing for this pilgrimage, particularly learning the style of worship known as Taizai. And we've participated in some of those elements here in this church. You didn't realize I was bringing Taizai here, but when we've done chant-like repetition of, of a scripture passage or just a hymn, and we sing it over and again, this simple, repetitive tune, that's from Taizai. Or we've integrated silence for reflection and prayer and worship. That's Taizai. And we've sang songs in non-English dialect. Because in Taizai, when all these people around the world, you sing songs in a, a number of tongues. And so we sang in Dutch, German, Spanish, Italian, um, Portuguese, Finnish, Czech, and many others which I'm having trouble remembering. But we would sit in a group of several hundred people, a thousand people from around the world, and, and sing these songs together. And it really reveals how small the world is, in a way, and also how big God is. It may surprise you to know that God's natural language is not English, right? When God didn't utter the actual phrase in Genesis, let there be light, but rather something more like, yadi or, something like that. I'm sure I butchered the Hebrew. God hears praise on Sunday mornings from all around the world, and if we, if we follow the, the world clock, you know, for 24 hours, if there's a church in every time zone, then there is praise and prayer being lifted up for an entire day in different, different tongues from different groups of people around the world using different traditions and rituals. And God hears all of that and receives all of that. Our God is big, friends. God's presence spans the wholeness of time all at once to give another idea of how big God is. God's eternal. So God's present in the past, the present, and the future all at the same time. God sees your life as a whole, the beginning, the middle, the end. God sees this church and its entire life of 150 years of the past and the many, many, many years of our future all at once. And God's already present in all those places. Our God understands us better than we understand ourselves and each other. And God's love exists in full knowledge of everything about you and in full knowledge of about everyone and everything else. That's amazing. You want to talk about grace? Just hold that thought. Sitting with all these people in Taizai, singing in languages that not everyone in the room even understood is a beautiful experience. I mean, we have the translation of each song listed below to, to know what we're saying, but we sing in the language they ask us to sing in. Somehow all the people in Taizai, they connect with one another across the language and culture barrier. People from around the world, from a variety of backgrounds of both faith and non-faith, in dozens of languages, they come together in song and receive the gift of awareness and connection to both each other and God. Their presence is life-changing. I mean, you walk away from that experience different then you arrived. It humbles you, it encourages you, it challenges you, and it teaches you that God is good and God is big. The world is diverse on purpose and all the more beautiful for the diversity. I needed this awareness and this wisdom as a college student, right? 
many of us did or do. In a similar way, we all need it right here this morning too. We need awareness and wisdom of our good and big and diverse God. Everyone in here, every one of you, you all come from a variety of backgrounds, a variety of homes, from a variety of places. We don't all live in Sellersburg now. Not all of us in this room grew up with our parents. Not everyone in here grew up with even family. Some of us in this room are brand new to church, and I'm talking church at all. Like, this is your first church experience in these last few weeks. And some of you have gone here your entire life or been a part of some church somewhere. Some of you grew up Roman Catholic. Some of you grew up Southern Baptist or American Baptist or Lutheran or Evangelical United Brethren. Some went to an independent congregational church. and Some, some went nowhere or somewhere else. Some of us in this room, we grew up with lots of money, lots of opportunity, and lots of privilege. And some of us didn't. Some grew up with simplicity and great family pride. Some of us have traveled around the world, whether it was for mission work, for pleasure, or for pilgrimage, or for work. We've been a few places. Some of us in this room vote differently, or not at all. Some of us in this room are beyond retirement, and some are working toward their high school diploma. Some of us have recently lost our job. Some of us have been promoted. Some of us are tired of where we're at, and we're seeking a new career path. Some in this room have been married for a long time. 51 years, right, Reinhardt? Others of us a short time, and still others, never. Some of you have been through divorce, maybe multiple divorces. Some of you have been remarried. Some of us here have children, and some grandchildren, and some great-grandchildren. Any great-greats? Yeah? couple great greats. That's amazing. Some of us in this room are, are praying and pleading with God that we may have children. Some of us are simply, quote, you know, not kid people. And some of us just want our kids to love us the way that we love them. Or some of us have kids who just want us to love them the way they love us. Some people in here are dog people, and some are cat people. Some people in this room have great hope for the future, and some have great worry. Some of us are sick. Some of us are caring for the ones we love who are battling sickness or disease. Some of us are dying, and we haven't told anyone yet. Some of us have the sole focus that today is Halloween, and that means candy. Some of us want the church to be more involved in social issues, while others want the church to be less involved. Some of us want to try and be the church we were 20 years ago, and others want us to become something entirely new. 
All of us are here today. And it is a miracle that you are here. Your presence together as a body is miraculous. Some of us are physically here. And some through the digital world of the internet. Some of us are experiencing this worship service days or weeks after today. Actually, it actually happened. And so somehow the past, the present, and the future are all here together right now. That blows my mind. We're all here in whatever way we are because God is connected with each one of us. Amen? I mean, why else would you be here? God has come to you through different means. God's grace was pursuing you and found you. And God's grace pursues you still. And so here you are. Here we are together. Now maybe we're just curious, and that's why we're here. Or maybe we're just people of habits, what we've always done on Sunday morning. Maybe we just want to ensure that we have eternal bliss once we die. Or maybe, maybe we want to be part of the kingdom today. And every day. Friends, we are all here now. A miracle. Somehow all the varieties of our lives come together perfectly in this space of worship. How many other places do you know of where that can happen? We've all been touched by the love, the grace, the truth of Jesus Christ. And we all want to be disciples of him. We want to be followers of Jesus whose lives are centering on loving God and loving others. And so we've gathered from spaces beyond here, and we've all come with our plethora of experiences. We come with a whole mix of understandings and motivations, and some of us even have agendas for being here. And out there in the world beyond this space, we're bombarded with advertisements, right? And everything we do, you can't turn the TV on, you can't turn the radio on, you can't read the newspaper, and sometimes you can't even have a conversation without being bombarded with being beckoned into participating in this wide world of consumption and greed, and profits and exploitation, and the promise of status. <sighs> Amen. <laughs> and we all encounter anger, division sadness, and passion about a great many things in our lives. Politics. How about COVID precautions? There's a mix of thoughts about this in this room. School curriculum. Yeah? Other complex issues that maybe only involve certain parts, certain parts of the country, certain groups of people. There's racism. Anger, division, sadness, and passion about racism and sexism and homophobia and xenophobia and etc. etc. I could go on and on. It's so easy to get caught up in the chaos on any given day and every single day. It's so easy, isn't it? So I'm going to confess here with you, and I invite you to confess with me. Raise your hand if you got angry about something recently that... Later, you realized you shouldn't have gotten angry about. Raise your hand. Look at that. Almost everybody. Raise your hand if you've given your heart and attention to things that do not deserve them. Yeah. Raise your hand if you've had thoughts about people, certain people, that deep down you know weren't right thoughts to have. Me too. 
Raise your hand if you've become too enmeshed in the world of consumption. Raise your hand if you've become too enmeshed and concerned for your own status. And maybe it's through greed and things, or maybe it's through trying to look like you're just the best Christian ever, but it's about you and your status. Raise your hand if you carry more worry about your health or the health of others than you wish you had to bear. Raise your hand if you've become sheep of another pasture besides God's. Finally, let's see the hands of those of us who have ceased being a person whose faith is centered on gratitude to God. Being together in this space is important, friends. We come together as people who wear a myriad of identities and have, who have been taught to understand ourselves in a myriad of categories, human-made categories. But we gather here beyond all those things, right? I mean, at least, at least we try. We gather here as sisters and brothers in cooperation with the Holy Spirit, as a sibling to Jesus Christ, as a child of the living God. And so in here, right now, we are simply Dave and Lori and Fred and Lisa. We are simply Ellen and Janet. We are simply Gary and Rodney. I'm simply Joe in this space. And here, none of that other stuff matters. And it's so nice, so freeing, so light. And here, we come together as people all struggling together and we share our lives. We share our pains, our, our joys. We dance, we cry together. We praise our big and good God. We offer our thanksgiving. We recenter in worship. We, we reestablish ourselves on a firm foundation in Jesus Christ. We refresh ourselves on the truth that God is good, that God created everything and everyone, that God loves everything and everyone, even us, even you that we are part of a faith tradition that spans back thousands of years. I'm not making this stuff up. This is where we've come from, and it's all headed somewhere good, and we need to be reminded of that truth, that we are invited to be part of it too, to share in the hope of those who have walked the path before us to experience God's love as receivers and as givers so that our entire lives can be about what God's about. And we can trust that our past, our present, our future is secure. And we can trust in the good news that God is leading us along the path of perfection in this way of discipleship. That Jesus Christ came to show us the way and give us the Holy Spirit who empowers us to follow. And it's our presence together that reminds us of this. We need to remember the good news so that we can go back outside of this time and space with strength, with peace, with grace, faith, with hope, and with love. We need to remember who we are 
and we need to remember whose we are. So friends, let us make presence here, whether in a big group or a small group, but with a community of faith, with our church family. Let us always come together to shout triumphantly to the Lord along with all the earth. Let us come together to serve the Lord with celebration, to come together before God with shouts of joy, and let us know that the Lord is God, God who made us. We belong to the Lord. We are the people of God, the sheep of God's pasture. So let us come and make presence a priority. Let us give our thanks and praise together as one. Let us thank God together as one body. Let us bless God together with one voice. Let us know the Lord is good and loves us faithfully forever from generation to generation with one heart and mind. Let us truly be present to this knowledge together as one body. Let us give this kind of presence our priority over anything and everything else. May we, may we make our presence with God together the priority of our lives so that we never forget who we are and whose we are as sisters and brothers, that we belong to one another as children of God whom we belong to and as disciples of our brother Jesus Christ in whose footsteps we follow. Amen. We thank you for joining us today, and it is our hope that you have experienced the blessing of God through our time together. If you'd like to know more about our church community and its ministries, visit our website at sellersburgumc.com. 